So how are you I'm doing? Good. You know, I've got a got a theatre show next week. But um, apart from that, I'm just I'm just gaming, gaming like a boss. What are you playing? Because I've just been playing Modern Warfare nonstop, and then yeah. Hitman. Basically, when the Modern Warfare servers or the patches like fuck up, I'm like, all right, let's jump back into Hitman, chipping away. As as it does. Um, I've been playing, I've, I think I finally learnt the best way for me to play uh, a Rockstar Studios game. I've had a love-hate relationship with, with Rockstar Studios. I think sometimes the the community lets them get away with um, some not uh, great video game making decisions sometimes. But, um, well, I find that that's funny because it's like you've had a long time to figure that out, Bros. Like, you've had... Like, you know, you're 10 years younger than me, but, you know, you 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 grew, you basically grew up. Your heyday would have been like the GTA 4. Uh, but it would. It, it, no, I was very, thankfully, I grew up in a very strict household and therefore I did not, was not able to uh, play these Grand Theft Auto, these Rockstar games in my heyday. I think the first one I, I owned was, um, I got my Xbox 360 in 2012 when I was 14, 15, and I was able to play Red Dead Redemption for the first time. Mm. Um, and even then, I, I never I've finished it. Finished. I liked it, but I had the same problem with it that I have with all Rockstar games to this day is their mission pacing can be just garb sometimes. It can be very uh, spend 10 minutes going to this side of the map, die on accident, have to do the the ten minute trek again. And it's like I uh, no thanks. Only to have some bad. The writing is always bad in Rockstar games, but most of the time it's like it's like it's like a, it's like a story wise it's good, but dialogue wise it's it shut the fuck up. It was this written by a four year old. Uh, and so I've always had that problem for years and years throughout all the the new releases. Specifically, I think it came to a head with with Red Dead Redemption Two when I was like, "Is this? Is this?" I've never been more upset by a by a love hate relationship I've had with a video game where I was just moments I was loving and then others I was loathing. Basically, that entire thing, that entire beat that you've just described to me mm. feels like feels like the entirety of the James Bond franchise. Uh- <laughs> Am I? Is that a lead into that? Or like, is that is that fair? It's not an opinion I, mean, I would I feel take. Like maybe it's an unfair comment. It's not an opinion that I would take. I I I feel like it's not because it'd be like if the James Bond films were so very strongly and widely regarded by everybody, not just us. You know, like the gaming community has a yeah, has a true. big like a. I feel like if we're looking for a film equivalent, it may be something closer to like a, a Zack Snyder cut, where for some reason. Uh, Zack Snyder, DC. I, I was thinking Marvel's too too nice and I think wholesome in many ways to have a comparison. And yeah. then I was like, no, you're right. You're one hundred percent right. This is a yeah. DC there are too many. There, there, there. The DC Snyder versus where the, I feel the like star. Well, let's just let's start with that. Let's just have that as a little side tangent. Did you see it? Did you see the Snyder no, cut? You were going to watch it and tell me if I had to watch it. It's the it's the same fucking movie that came out in 2017. There's just two <laughs> extra hours of DVD bonus features on it. I was stunned. I made the horrific mistake of watching Batman vs Superman. I had the day off that day. It wasn't even the first day. It was a Friday. I had the day off, so I was like, "All right, I can't Friday believe- morning, I'll watch BVS. 
midday afternoon, I'll watch 2017 Justice League because oh. I was convinced that this would be it would be a better it would be a different movie. There would just be different things about it. Four Dorito stained Mountain Dew smelling Fucking hours. Fucking hell! It was the same movie. It was the same. I I I then just got. St- I heard. I heard that even. I heard that even he out. He outsnited himself. That even there was a shot of Lois Lane like picking up a coffee or something, and even that got a slow motion treatment. Yeah, there was. There was. There, yeah, like there was a shot of her picking up a cup of coffee yep. that was slow on her way to on her way to work. Fuck. Not even. Jesus. Not, not even like me. if she was feeling particularly sad about her uh, dead lover uh, at the hands of the last film. Certainly didn't seem like it performance-wise, but the editing was just doing all the work there. Oh. It was it was it was not time well spent. See, I really like her. I think she's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Amy Adams is she's such a she's such a We covered Amy actor. anything Amy Adams has been um, in throughout the course of the show. I don't think no, so. I really want No, I, I feel like at some point we've got to go in on something. I feel like we, at some point we should jump into like Julia and yeah. Julia or something. That, like that, that seems like a cold spot. That'd be a man. very off-brand yeah. film for us. American Hustle like is probably which in I the, think actually would be in perfect. the shelves somewhere. Yeah, Neither. I haven't seen that actually. Neither, but uh, I felt like it at the time. It was like who's who of like who's fucking nailing Hollywood right now. Like absolutely fucking getting up, getting who up is the cast Hollywood right now? And that film, who is the cast that is entirely ensembled out of? If you stopped random people in the street, um, Billy Eichner style, and asked, uh, <laughs> "Who do you think should be nominated for an Oscar?" The four leads of those yeah, four yeah, answers. Like, Let's cast yeah. them. In uh, the- uh, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yes. Ding ding ding. Here's five dollars. Boom. Uh, what's uh, her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Ding, ding, ding. Five dollars. <laughs> but anyway, uh, enough about Grand Theft Auto <laughs> and Snyder Cuts and Modern Warfare. And Speaking of speaking of ensemble cast, though, I just saw this tweet yep. from IGN. Um, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, friend, friend of the show, Daniel yes. Craig, uh, and... Uh, Yes. Ryan Johnson oh, set to earn fucking a hell. sweet, sweet big hundred million money from big money from Netflix getting the rights to the next two Knives Out films. Honestly, the best part of that was me just going like, "Sweet, they're making." Uh, yeah, two that more news that out news films. shocked me that morning. Welcome to the down down catch up news corner, by the way. Uh, that news shocked me <laughs> that the day it came out. This is what happens when you don't drop an app for a month and you're like, "News, oh, bro, let's let's just catch up." Bond? Oof. Who's that? Let's yeah. just talk about Jim, Jimbo can wait. Jimbo's been around for 59 years and he'll be around for another fucking 59. He'll be around. But yeah, I was he shocked won. the news that day came out because I did not think Netflix had 469 nice million dollars to spend on, nice. on, on Knives Out. Who'd they have to buy it from? Who released it originally? No one. Uh, no no one really. I mean, like Lionsgate, MCR. Was it, wasn't it? I think I know I I can definitely say MCR film nation have some stake in most of Ryan Johnson's work, but like, again, I, it was just like 469. Nice. Is a big number for, for two big number, like two films. Well, you know what though? The first one was fucking good. It's fantastic. And I was just so, I saw a really interesting, I mean, the tweet in itself was just not. Look, I saw a tweet the other day pointing out something that uh, I I really agree with and resonates mm. with me was that 
at the time that that it was that it was also it was such a good film, but it also was such a perfect time for a film yeah. like that to come out, which I think made it. Oh extra God! Special, imagine if they de- was that it was imagine this totally- if they delayed it three months or four months. <laughs> imagine, yikes! What a hellscape we might live in. What do you mean? Because then it came out in like November 2019. Oh yeah, we, we imagine if they'd been it. like, oh, what if it. we released this? Uh, what if we set this bad boy for March 2020? No. Damn, you're Yikes. right. But I'm just saying that when that no, no, what what I'm saying, the landscape, like someone someone just tweeted that the landscape when this came out was so mm. full. Not only was this such a good fucking film, but also when this mm. film came out, every other fucking thing on at the cinema was a franchise mm. or was a something or a something yep. or a something or a, yeah. or a, or a, or, a, or a trolls or a universal yep. or a, or a DreamWorks thing. And it Minion was just Minion, or, or Minions 69 or whatever the fuck it was. And and this came yeah. out and not only was it good, but it was like, oh my God, this is fresh, a fresh fucking narrative yeah. in this thing. And it yeah. was just this, and, and anyway, look, someone tweeted that and I was just like, yes. I feel like Hollywood doesn't. <laughs> this I feel is like what Hollywood, this podcast is now. Oh, I point. see tweets and go, oh, hey, I, I agreed with something on the internet the other day, Dom. Let me yeah. tell you this story. We get our news from <laughs> tweets now and we regurgitate it to you, you like this. the mother birds. Let me tell you. Uh, sit in the nest, you fuck. Sit, sit down. Daddy's got a tail for you. Open the beak. <laughs> 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 On that, on, please on enjoy that this, point, please enjoy this 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 <laughs> regurgitated content. I think Hollywood have underestimated the um. I think Hollywood have underestimated the how effective just a celebrity cast can be for explaining a movie. Well, didn't that like, used to I be the selling point? It was, and that, that, I mean, I know it yeah. still is, but it's you know, films are so often described. Obviously, when they are, you know, when it's accurate to but describe own, something yeah. as an ensemble cast, but it is a, it is a, it is a thing. It is a trope in in selling the film, like yeah, ensemble cast of da 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 da. But but you're yeah. right. That but used now to they be, just lean that too... used to be enough. Doesn't matter what the fuck it was. Yeah, like here we are. I see too often. I see too often on my um. I see too often on, on on posters or trailers from the studio that brought you oh, insert popular film, who as opposed this. to who is in it. Like, oh my god! I think not to say that that's we should go back to only that, but I think there's a balance there because Knives Out so, was almost oh entirely god. sold on its cast. No, what a you, fucking great cast! Pyro with a modern ensemble, Oscar-winning cast. I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, inject more of that into like my that's veins. How, inject. Like that's how yeah. I sold it. I had to be like. Oh, I think you would like this movie. And they were like, Oh, what is it? I'm like, uh, it's a murder mystery. It's got Bond. It's got uh, a purple lady from Blade Runner. Yeah. It's got Michael Shannon who will not be yelling. It's got I will find caps, him. Caps in it. Yep. Uh, uh, in uh, it. uh Don Johnson. Yeah. Uh I don't know if you I I'm I was a f I didn't exist when Miami Vice was a thing, but <laughs> perhaps that intrigues you. Uh Australia's uh, uh, Australia's Australia's second favorite. <laughs> I, I'm assuming Kate Blanchett is Australia's first favorite daughter, but uh, let let's let's say let's say the art house the art house Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Australia's sweetheart, uh <laughs> is in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry, we didn't mean to disrespect all of our other Daughters of Australia. No. <laughs> on, on that. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, sorry, Nick. Oh, who the fuck is she? I don't care about Nick anymore. Tight third. No, but she's on television she's, a lot. Yeah, it's whatever. Based. She's she's Nick. It's, she's ba- it's a- kind of based. Yeah, she's on a different list. I feel. Yeah, 
<laughs> There's a lot of money in television. There There's is, a... there is. Anyway, uh, welcome to Down Down Tweets. Octopussy! Tweet. Welcome to Down Down Tweets are Down. My name is Morgan Roberts. <laughs> My name is Octopussy Fitzgerald. Uh, I, <laughs> Guess what we're talking about. Have you, <laughs> have you got any more Knives Out content? Because I'm just like, can we just... I, I, just no, wanna, I got, I got, honestly, I, got... I just want to fucking stop this podcast now and go watch Knives Out. <laughs> Was there a Fabergé egg in Knives Out? No. We... <laughs> Was there a Fabergé egg Jesus. in Octopussy? I completely forgot about that. The whole plot! <laughs> you've, given it, you've given it away. You've thrown it. Go on, admit it to him now. Tell him now. I watched this months ago, and, and Dom, Dom sent me the wonderful... We'll have to link in the show notes. Um, yeah, the job, guy that's job done load. The, the guy that yeah. does these reviews, the summary reviews. It's a shit channel, but those those Bond recollections really are, are good. pretty popping. They're really good. They're very succinct. They're, I like they're it. especially good for, like... Two-bit podcasters who can't be fucked watching a film for a no, second no, no. time. Two-bit podcaster. <laughs> I am very well versed on Octopussy. Yes, thank you. I, I have it on good. I have it on good authority, namely yours. This is where we're currently in. We're currently hot <laughs> in the middle. We're hot in the middle of yeah. what you say is is a three series, a three film, yeah. a three film section of yeah. of more. Well, the end of Moore. I call it Moore's Moore. Trinity. Moore's Trinity. This or is Moore's the end. Trinity. This is the penultimate Moore film. Where, where, where more than halfway through the Bonds, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yep. Fun intended. Uh, nice. That well, we're about. Actually, no, we're about to. We're about to be halfway through. This is the third Bond. Yep. Uh, where, where you say halfway, these, halfway through, halfway through as of twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, because the, James the number Bond keeps going up, baby. Because. We'll never die. Something. There are many things that are certain and uncertain in this world, but one thing that is certain is that James Bond will return, and yeah. and and we are halfway through. But but we yeah. are also halfway through what you say is your your three Roger Moore films <laughs> that you love so much. <laughs> so I was going to say I'm convinced that James Bond will survive the the heat death of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Like there'll be some floating space amoeba <laughs> that we that has evolved. Far, far beyond us. <laughs> that'll be like shaken, not stirred, <laughs> or whatever, or whatever alien language Actually, we're speaking. What then. Star Trek is it? Is it Star Trek? The, it's not Star Trek the motion picture. It's Star Trek. What's the one where they have to? That's right. It's I, Star Trek Four, where where the spaceship's mm-hmm. coming and it's and it's calling out the whale songs and it can't hear them because yep. we fucked the Earth and so that we, they have to go and yep. get the whales from San Francisco. We right? have to go, yep, they go back in time. That's all I know about. That's all I know about. The Star Trek, the old movies before the the reboots, and that's only because there's a great the on reboots, cinema reboots, bit. Not, not the, from, but then there's the next generation series of films as well, the ones that are set. But I still haven't seen those. I'm, oh, I, I'm seen only those? from 2009. No, from 2009 onwards is where my Star Trek knowledge starts. Um, <laughs> wow! But that's wow. my favorite on cinema we bit. Star- it's my favorite on cinema bit from the beginning watch. of the show. <laughs> we will. I'm sure we will. But it's my favorite on cinema bit from the very beginning of the show to now is the fact that uh, Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington argue constantly about if uh, Star Trek Two is the one set in San Francisco. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's Greg not. is so convinced. That, no, Greg is so <laughs> convinced. It's like. No, it's Star Trek it's Two not. is the Wrath of Khan. That is, that it's not even. Yeah, set I know, on, but he thinks that the Wrath of Khan takes place in San Francisco. No, it doesn't even take place on he Earth. That the Wrath of Khan. <laughs> it's so funny. That is funny. Octopussy. Octopussy. There's at one point there will be a ship going through space, just it, yeah. it's looking for the sound and what it wants to hear back to confirm. Otherwise, yeah. certain doom will ensue. Is 
<laughs> through whatever way thinking. humanity... He just wants to hear those little... That's what it wants to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise yeah. the world will oh, die. Dear. That's what will happen. Yeah. That's, Bond will save us all. That's anyway, my new religion. Let's take you to the circus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's take you to the circus anyway, and, so, and, and an Air Force 1983. Base. <laughs> what were you doing it's in 1983? I was I was negative I was negative uh I was negative four. Nice. Ne- nice. I was I was negative I was negative fifteen. Boom. Boom. You love to see it. I do love to see it. Nineteen eighty three, and obviously th- there's a big McClory cloud hanging over this year. That and is. one that I initially I guess if you'd asked me last year when we had also I think we have to and again, not to derail us yet again. Sorry. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. We've been we've been now officially a James Bond podcast for a year. Oh wow, amazing! We didn't know it was what. not long after our our Christmas in February for 2020 that we 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 got started. We kicked it off, and here we Attempting are now. Attempting to do them all by by when October <laughs> October by April. Fucking no, come hello, high It was going to be April. Last year. Yeah, I know. It's actually, yeah, I should, yeah, I should look that up because it very, yesterday, I don't think it was yesterday. I think it's next Thursday was, would have been the day it was meant to come out months oh ago. RIP. But it's yeah. soon. It's going it, to be soon. It's, well, it's this year for sure. <sighs> and I, and I, I saw everyone get, last, va- everyone last, get va- last vaccinated, bit of, people, please get vaccinated. Last bit of news before we really get into it. Have the opening weekend numbers for Godzilla vs Kong in theaters alone brought a tear to my eye. Really, a good tear Fuck. or a sad, a sad tear? A gra- no, a, go- a good tear. Oh, really? Because even though it released simultaneously, the movie made three hundred mil in its opening weekend internationally. Are you, ser- are you serious? It did in a week what Tenet did in its entire run. Fuck Godzilla no. vs Kong was the movie to save let it, cinema. Let it be. Let it be known. Uh, how? Hang on. L- let's just take a step back and 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 if we mm. get out of the nitty gritty. And I'm I'm now diverting yeah. this podcast again. But we've been off for a few weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this fuck is it. Gonna be a, we ain't coming. It's going to be a sprawling. We'll come back end. eventually. We may or may not talk about Octopussy. Um, th- yeah. On paper, does that? How does that mm. not surprise me that that those characters would be ostensibly yeah. the film to save cinema? Yeah, like does I that mean, not make look, sense? Just, is that not never... really what? Is that not yeah. what we go? We go to the cinema. We go to the movies. Yep. to see. Yep. That's what we go. We go to see the spectacle, yeah. and that spectacle. is a spectacle. That's what we go for. It's a huge spectacle. Huge. It's huge. And that was the, the that. That was what dawned on me the whole time I was watching it in the theater. I was like, "Fuck! Imagine, imagine watching this on a television." You just can't. You like can't. it really is. Like I, that film is a discussion can be saved for a later day. <laughs> but it was just like whatever enjoyment I had of that film, which was you know enough. Is it part of the same shared universe like, as Skull Island and all that? Is it the same thing? Or, yep. Okay. Yep. Is that it's where the we monsterverse. are now? It's the monsterverse. Yep. Who who is it? Universal. Yep. They're, they're trying to do a zombie. Uh, they're doing a mummy yeah, as Brothers. well. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. Is that the whole Warner thing? Brothers owned the, the oh, MonsterVerse. Okay. Everything's a fucking verse now. Well, see, this is a very sensible, I think this is the most sensible cinematic universe because it's only four films. It's only Godzilla from 2014, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla 2, and this one. And that's done. 
Well, that's tight. And it's it. I'm, I'm on it's side. over. I'm and on they side. may, it may or may not keep going. It may keep going because it's this is proving to be successful we're gonna under have, circumstances. We're going to have, but we're going to have uh, Godzilla. We've got to, got to have Godzilla twenty one. Well, they certainly didn't. They certainly didn't. They certainly didn't. Um, th- there was no post credit scene on on Godzilla vs Kong. Thankfully, <laughs> there's no like sequel bait. Yeah. I feel like there's every no- verse film now just needs to have a post credit scene where where. Where where it's Samuel L. Jackson in some kind of outfit just rocking up and be like, I'm putting a team together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> have you heard about and that's, the, that's have how you heard know. about the Godzilla initiative? <laughs> you- well, that's the that's the beautiful thing. This is uh and spoilers for King Kong <laughs> for Kong Skull Island. We killed Sam Jackson a long time ago. We <laughs> we stomped him out in the seventies. He's out. He he Damn. he made his he was there. he made his deal. Octopus. He could have he could have done it again, but he didn't. Octopussy. The crushed octopusy. I feel 1983 is the year that. Uh, let me just start with this. Sean Connery. This is the year Kevin McClory was yeah. set to release. Set to release. Never say never again. Mm. Now, for whatever reason, production-wise, that film gets delayed to the you uh, the Northern Hemisphere winter, aka November December. Octopusy is set for the summer, mm. so we have a whole nice few months to get out ahead. But, you know, that really puts puts things into perspective for Cubby and the team. Because he's finally come to this. He's he's finally doing what they feared he would do. Make a fucking film. It's no, it's it's not even that. It's just that Cubby knows deep down in his heart and has known it for a long time that Bond is bigger than one man. It's a conversation that we've had on this show. And it's something that, even though it's very clear now, wasn't entirely as clear back then. Hmm. And, again, Cubby's made so many brilliant moves to sort of make that stance clear. The casting of George Lazenby, the immediate, after the the sulkish return, immediately going to Roger Moore, coming up with, and again, Roger Moore has had the most definitive, to this day, I don't think Roger Moore gets the flowers for really filling in the rest of the the Bond character. Has he been the Bond across years? Has he been the Bond for the longest amount of time? Yes, as of yeah. as of uh, as until Craig just beat the run recently, only, and only I on a technicality because COVID. Because he yeah, should only have been as, only no 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 this year. even no even before even before COVID like because um, Roger's run is only twelve years. Okay. As of No Time to Die filming, it was still um, 13 years from 2006 to 2019. Oh, well, that's fair enough. I so mean, even yeah. without the delay, look, I, even look, without all the extra yes. delays, mm. he's put more time on it. He's he's really he's created a comfortable gap for the next Bond to try and do the do the 15, 16 year stint. And so McClory brings out this film. It gets delayed, and so we we've got. It's getting bonds. made. It's getting made. So never say they, never they know it's coming out. Mm. They know that that Connery's working on it. So this is where Cubby's got to be like shit. More so than what we had to do with the Spy Who Loved Me, we've mm. got to make the Bond movie of all Bond movies. Like we've got to make the ultimate Bond movie to n- put the question beyond doubt to put it beyond any sort of argument that James Bond belongs to one man. And they make Octopussy, a film that is not based directly on a film. It's based in 
different parts on short stories as the the last film was too. We've run out of whole Fleming material. Which I find ironic because they were going to do For Your Eyes Only before Moonraker until Star Wars did really well. And they were like, well, we've got something. Because if you look at the credits of The Spy Who Loved Me, it says James Bond will return in For Your Eyes Only. Which didn't happen. But at this point, they know that they have to succinctly use every element at their disposal to make the ultimate Bond film. You there? Oh, no, he's he's, he's, he's he's dropped out. Shit. I guess I will fill time. Somehow. All I wanted was a sweet distraction for an hour or two. Have no intention to do. The things we've done. Do do do. Funny how it always goes with love when you don't look, you find. But then we're two of a kind. I just realized we had. We move as one. Oh shit, you're back. I just realized we stopped listening. We've stopped talking about the theme songs as a segment. Did we? No, we talked about it in the last Sometimes one. we bring it up, but it's not consistent. Um, I've stopped doing covers of them, I think, is the, what what didn't, what consistently for some, stopped. For some reason, I just went to get a beer and I started thinking, singing, no, 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 when your heart is an open book. Duh, duh. Oh, dude. People say. I think we have to do Bond karaoke at the live show. You know you did, you know you did. Because, you know, I texted you the other day. I'm like, damn, I'm watching Shrek the Third and there's a fucking funeral (laughs) scene where they're playing that song. They play Live and Let Die. That's that's funny. (laughs) And I remember seeing Shrek the Third in a theatre and it was before my Bond time. (laughs) So Cubby Cubby realised. This he he knows what's up. He knows what's up, and he's he's like Octopussy is designed to be the Bond film, the mother of all Bond films. Everything you love, everything you want, we got it here, and oh boy, do we got it! Because it's you like it's funny because you know what? It almost feels like it's too much of a pastiche of Bond at times. Like this is this is this is erring at times on on. And I know that, and you have to look at it into context of when it's coming out in the eighties versus when someone's intentionally making a film to do this and send this up and send up those tropes. But mm-hmm. there, there are times where this errs on. Uh, this, this is a this, this is a, got a bit of Austin Power vibes to it, and because it's, it just feels like it's hitting those beats all too easily, and that's and that's where I feel uh... about this film. That's where I feel like it's, I, it's too much of it. Like, like they went out to it. It's, I feel like this is the Shane Watson of, and, and stay with me here, cricket fans. This is the Shane Watson <laughs> of Bond films because they went out to, to try and make this guy who would be the all rounder to save Australian cricket. And it just didn't really work. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So you're saying that this doesn't work? Well, I I don't think it works that well. Like 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 I feel like it it's too on the nose for me to be like, yeah, this is fucking great. Um, do I entirely disagree with that? 
Um, Margaret five stars, David one star. End. Yeah. End of podcast. This is a, this is a Margaret five star, David one star situation. <laughs> yeah. It is. No, I, 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 again, I, I have to put critical film hat on and be like, well, if I wasn't well, in a cult yeah. that loves James Bond, I can kind of see it. But also I don't think this is, I don't think, I think it's partially by design and partially not. I feel like the other thing that I've been doing a lot of since the last episode is, I believe I mentioned it briefly actually in the Home Alone episode. Mm. Um, I've been watching a f- metric fuck ton of uh, old Siskel and Ebert videos, right? Uh, uh. Including their reviews from the Bond films from Moonraker to uh, Goldeneye. If anybody's wow, got a VHS a recording of... um. If anyone's got a VHS recording of their review of Tomorrow Never Dies, hit, 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 hit your boy up. Is it not, is it not online I'm fiending. No, no one's got that. No one's found that VHS. I'm following three different YouTube channels <laughs> that are That are all that searching are uploading for it? <laughs> they're, they're no, that are uploading like scans that have like oh, gone into their wow. own VHS collections and found like tapes and tapes of like of Siskel and Ebert episodes oh. spanning from the 80s and the 90s. I feel and like so Siskel one down and just Ebert, waiting to if see Siskel that. And Ebert, if Doctor Who, if Doctor Who at the BBC isn't safe from being fucking overwritten because they ran out of tape, like nothing is safe. Yeah, nothing is safe. Like, this is true, but this is America. Is this is America we're talking about here, and they are weird. They do not act on the same logic that we human beings outside of America do. It's true. They it's true. must have. There's got to be, I, I'm telling you, there's at least three weirdos, I know because I followed them on YouTube, that have stacks and stacks and stacks of episodes on t- on VHS and they're just going through them. Wow. Like, again, every time I think, oh, they've just uploaded a bunch, that must have been all they had, a week later they'll be like, oh, no, here's five more. Okay. Wow. Yes. It's, it's, it's terrific. It's truly terrific. Like, literally, the, la- oh, the last one was two weeks ago. And it was uh, there were a whole bunch. There was a, a whole bunch of nineteen ninety six episodes. Because anyway, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Octopussy. I feel like I was saying that because I remember watching their Octopussy review, and Gene Siskel is a man who quote didn't like in in nineteen eighty one quote hasn't liked a Bond film since Thunderball. Oh wow! And he liked Thunderball until he liked Thunderball. Until for your eyes only. Interesting. <laughs> and uh, and Roger and Roger Ebert is a man who likes Moonraker. <laughs> so I in think you Sis- can understand the Siskel and Ebert analogy mm-hmm. with us. Who is Ebert and who is mm-hmm. Siskel? Uh I think it varies. It does vary. It really varies, doesn't it? Because Gene I like Thunderbolt. I still still think it's yeah. one of my favorite bonds. Yeah. Uh, I and and I'm a person who who says that never say never again. I'd rather watch Never Say Never Again than Thunderball. But <laughs> I don't think you've again, said that on this podcast yet. Oh my god, I have. Stop I, and, I, and it's <laughs> certainly something that I can say this episode for timing, and will say for our live episode where we cover Never Say Never Again. Uh, look forward to that in 2022. I it. I'm leaving it for that first time. <laughs> yeah, you won't. Um, I don't want you to until right until then. But anyway, I think, no, I think the Austin Powers thing is unfair just in this case because it's really Austin Powers is the byproduct of 
of this. Yeah, I get that. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm not saying that it is that. I'm just saying that I know. at times this errs into that space. Not, it, it, it never complete, like it never, it never totally is sending itself up. But I feel, I feel like there are so many Bond tropes in this film, and so yeah. when you look at it in a modern context, you, yeah, it's but so I, easy. I think it's that, so easy to share a flavor with with parts of parts of powers. This, this is franchise. true, but I argue that they are all in there for the sole purpose of just doing these tropes the best they've ever been. And I think I agree because, with that as well. That, and that's okay because like, I can see, like you can clearly see that. Yeah. You can clearly see that they, they wanted. And I, I, I appreciate as well, this extra information of, oh yeah. So they well, knew this was coming out. So they just had to, yeah. they just had to dial everything up to 11. Like they, everything, yeah. everything well, in this had to be a James Bond. Yeah. The best James Bond ever. Let's go through the list. Let's go through all the, all the list of James Bond tropes. You know what? You specifically pitch this list at me because I can pitch back to you all the examples in this movie that are over the top. Well, you know, you know what I, um, you know what I love about this is mm. the this is this is just the latest in a long line of rogue Russian general does a thing. Like yeah. this is this is the template for Oromov in Goldeneye. Like this is, yeah, this is great. Like I was watching that scene going. Damn, they've got this secret fucking committee uh, in a concrete mm-hmm. room, and like, but the, but that it's not a around. box. Like it spins around and it's got like weird shapes. I'm like, damn, that's so great. I don't <laughs> know if Ken so- Adam was still doing production design at this point, but if he, that's some very good Adams esque production design, if he wasn't, like that's a very it's a very Bondy set. But see what I mean? There we go. That's my point again. It's a Bondy and supervillain set done really well. <laughs> Yeah, so good. And it wasn't Ken Adams. It was Peter Lamont, the son of Ken Adams, not the literal son, but the man who took the reins of Bond afterwards in terms of production design. That's some of Peter Lamont's best work. This was stunning. I want you to, yeah, I want you to throw at all the Bond tropes at me. Go. Um, in a list. Bond girls. Boom. A plenty, Maud Adams. A plenty. Yeah, the queen, one of the best ones, the absolute queen, who not, not only, only just gets one, to put but a, on whole, a, a whole harem of Bond girls. She gets to. <laughs> this is true. She gets to r- absolutely write the travesty of Man with the Golden Gun. Mm. They did her so goddamn dirty in Man with the Golden Gun. It's one of the, one worst, of the worst Bond, Bond girls Bond, of all time. Yes. Not because she's particularly klutzy or dame. She's just the most mistreated. It's 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 unfair to call her a Bond girl because she's so out of the mold. And here she is. She runs her own business. She's she's, she's sexy but not in a provocative like she's she, also she, beat, she knows what she she's also doing. beats cunts up like fucking she exactly them. with her skills that oh man. She's not like a damsel in distress. Like, I still can't she's get past the herself. title of this film though. Like as far as Bond entendres go. No one can. No but, one can. But it's the it's the know. it's the one everybody throws. It's like the joke name. Like it is. See tropes. There's it's it's like I uh, the what's the um, Simpsons joke where Homer Simpson's like, man, you British people have d- done so much for the world. Like Octopussy. <laughs> I must have watched that movie at least twice. <laughs> uh, I only did villains, that in my voice because I can't do a Homer henchman, impression. Villain henchman with. Um, oh, crazy, crazy Gabinda, weapons. baby, Gabinda. <laughs> Gabinda who gets to wholesale recreate odd job crushing the golf ball with 
crushing the dice, but has but then also the this, other guy with the the, the chainsaw, death the death saw. Oh yeah, the, the yo the oh the yo yo blade, the yo yo blade, the yo yo blade. Is that him or Fucking someone else? No, it's a different guy. A he different goes guy. to hire those guys. He hires those guys. Three yeah, different no, he, guys. He, he, he yeah. goes to hire some mercenaries. They, 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 yo-yo chainsaw the poor, the tennis player guy. Exotic locale. I mean, this is pretty good up. This is pretty it, up the, there. India. I mean, the most exotic great. locale, I think, Car in chase. film history and maybe even the world's. Car chase. Not um, only that, like a, a, an earlier Bond film would have been content to just be like, oh, we'll just set the whole thing in India. Fuck it. Let's just go to Germany. Let's just go to Northern Europe and be pretty. Like it's nothing. We'll get to show off this majestic countryside via the train. I Beautiful. Think, what else? I think that this is. I mean, you go. You 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 you've, you you're ready to talk about them. You list them. You go for it. Give me more. Give me give me the tropes. I'm I'm locked and loaded. What about the gadgets? What are the gadgets in this film again? Oh Woo! oh, the, the, the plane, Sheesh! the little microplane at the start of this. Actually, you know what's funny? I've been getting really into. I've been getting really into a really specific flavor of YouTube. Listeners, listeners yep. of the show, you'll love this. I'm getting into. <laughs> I'm getting into um, expert on topic grading grading out of ten scenes and films on that topic. So I'm talking about like oh, wow. here's an ex marine sniper talking about sniper scenes. Oh yeah, 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 a, yeah, yeah. Like the like the yeah, yeah here's yeah. a jewel ex ex jewel heist diamond driver yeah, yeah, yeah. rating heist movie yeah, scenes. Yeah. Yeah, all of that shit, right? So I've I, I, yeah. and something that came up was um something that came up was like a flying scene and uh, like a pilot talking yep. about fighter uh, like flying scenes in films and the yep. opening of this film and, came the up. Scene comes up. <laughs> and he's like yep. this is pretty accurate because those planes have a fuel tank that probably lasts for about 20 minutes and it's like damn well done like D- yo <laughs> so that's we that's how they fuck up those guys at the start of that i mean this is great it's so beautiful <laughs> i mean it's You're it's right. so You're it's right. a this it's is a bond start to a movie this is james bond at 11 and 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 if you like that and it's okay if you do. Then this is this is I think a, this is the film for you. But like it's so just simple, just like on it. that opening alone. So simple. It's just put put Bond in a tense situation, give him a way to get out. It's yes, it's a jet folded into a, into the back of a fake horse, which is very fu- a very funny reveal. But then after that, it's still just like a legit plane chase sequence, and then it has the ex- excellent explosion at the end of the. Yeah. Of the of the film, the, the biggest thing, was, as with all of the hmm. scenes that this guy in this particular YouTube clip reviewed, is that like missiles don't follow planes like that. Like that's the that's this massive Hollywood trope that never happens. Like seeker missiles lock onto a thing, but they don't like you know do yeah, crazy turns and follow tail, it yeah. through. Like they don't chicane around where the the plane has maneuvered. Like they. They either hit, well, that's comforting, or they know. don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is just a bit of information. If, if any of our listeners ever, ever get into a fighter pilot situation, in this dogfight situation, hit the flares oh, and dear. try and evade because you'll probably be okay. But um, actually, I watched this. Yeah, you'll also, be right. I watched this crazy. Also, I'm getting into like just general military YouTube, and I watched this video yeah. of this guy who was like literally in in '91, like over over Iraq in an F-16 in Desert Storm, yeah. who evaded six missiles. Wow. Yeah, six Sams, and this guy was like, 
and it's and it's the audio from his it's the audio from his cockpit and it's like oh wow like the live them, like he's them talking to him, like other people telling him that he's got a thing and him figuring it out and him like evading it and talking about it and like going through the motions wow. and everyone's like how are you not fucking dead and he like did it and he did it and he got out yeah he's just like i just fucking did my job dude it was it, was it reminds crazy. me of a certain action hero i love to talk about turn it um yeah that's uh, as side note i think clips. i think top gun i think top gun uh maverick will be another film to save cinema this year i think that's gonna do big that's what we go that's to, a movie that's that what you, we go to we go to cinema to watch exactly this. this is what we want exactly exactly um look this gadgets, this is fine i, mean, I, I love this I, I this is fine like this is no, 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 it's better than fine. It's I talk, better than fine. I talk about James Bond like a warm blanket, and and this is a warm blanket, so I guess I have to eat some of my words about this being quite frustrating. But I, I, I really found so much of this, uh, I found so much of this on the nose that I just that I just couldn't get yeah. past, and that's I, I think that's just how I feel about this film. I think, I, I, and again, I don't. It's not that I hate that argument. It's just that I feel like one, you're going to rewatch this film after perhaps listening back to this conversation or thinking about what we've said yeah. and you've been like, fuck it, I'll watch, I'll watch Octopussy and it's all going to hit in this new way. Like now that you know how it's designed. Yeah. Like I, again, I, I, I didn't get through in terms of gadgets. There's the crocodile boat, <laughs> crocodile boat. which is stupid if you just saw a frame of it. <laughs> but you got to think, uh, how else are you going to get through infested crocodile waters and not look sus? Fuck it. You think a helicopter yeah. can notice a, a fake crocodile and a real one from that distance? Mm. It's beautiful. Uh, the, what the else do we get? We got the, all right, the comedy. Really good. This is. Oh, damn. How do you feel about the jokes? Again. Now I've got to fill some time. We're feeling time. We're oh, feeling fuck, is he going time. Again? We're feeling time. God damn it. Oh, man. Come back. We fucked up. Yep. Um. We are now coming to you. We're now coming to you two weeks from uh, what you just heard. Two weeks later, the future. Yep i Mm. i I went on a work trip this time. I believe last time we mentioned at the very beginning you going on a work trip. You were on a work you were on a work holiday. I did. I I had I had a work trip for the theater show. I mentioned. I think in the episode that happened. Fancy. Uh, yeah. Real fancy hours. Yep. I mean, the world changed inequivocally since that. Prince Philip fucking died. Got him. DMX died. DMX uh, can did I tell you something that, that, that was birthed and died? Yeah. In the time, literally the last two days. Yep. The, the, the European Super League, Sheesh. born 18th of April 2021, died 20th April 2021. It did. Hey, we're going to make a thing. Oh, no, no, you all hate that idea. That's disgusting. Nope. Let's not do that. Nope. Oh, nope. nope. <laughs> It was the uh, I haven't I I haven't I don't I don't recall a, t- a last time something was so ceremoniously <laughs> unveiled and then so unceremoniously cancelled in such no, quick succession. Yes, except that I do, and the best the tweet of the day had to go to Mal Meninga announced coach <laughs> of European Super League. <laughs> Dude. Mal Meninga steps down as <laughs> European Super League. Oh, got him. <laughs> Big Mel. Ow. Do you remember that? Do you remember that press conference? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Very funny. I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, we're apparently wrapping up last week's episode. Yes. So, uh, uh, look, Octopussy. 
fine. Can I tell you about I think the one fine. on our on our very last tangent of this very tangent filled episode? I had an experience within the last week, and I want to pitch this an idea. Because that's the thing. When I was like, "Damn, we lost the last ten minutes," I'm like, "Nah, that that episode was front heavy. I don't care. Like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, there's like, no L. Also, also, we could probably just record it again because I don't think we talked much about octopus. We're about to load the ep- boot. We're about to load the boot back up. I had that's an. Ex- right. I want to pitch this to you like Shark Tank. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Here I'm sitting down because while in discussing my, in my fancy suit. octopusy and watching related clips, I was reminded of one of my favorite Simpsons bits of all time. From season six, episode seventeen, Lisa's wedding, uh, uh. where Homer approaches his future in-laws and goes, "You know what I love the most? I can't do a Homer impression, so I'm not even going to try. You know what I love the most about you British people? Octopussy. I must have seen that movie twice. It's one of my favorite bits, and I like, and I wanted to share it so bad, but there's no YouTube upload of it. There's no." You can't like you can't just find the clip. I want to create like a Giphy type service where you can just find super obscure Simpsons bits to send in like group chats or in conversations, like you, you should, would a GIF. You should make that. You should make that. I, that needs to happen. I got to license that up. out. Yeah, you need to call Matt up and be like, "Bro, I got, I got this idea, <laughs> Matty boy. <laughs> give me the clips, brother." But octopusy. Anyway. Octopussy. Look, I thought it was fine. I'm not watching it again. I think that's yeah, everything you need to know about m- me, the salty man. I call cap on that. You'll watch Octopussy again. No, I won't. I won't watch it again. You will. Look, I'll watch. I will watch it again if you're there and you're like, let's watch Octopussy. I would watch it with you. I I believe that absolutely that's you will watch Octopussy again. Uh, maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But there will come a point where you are going through Bond films and you're like, Octopussy. It's the best <laughs> at what it is. I, I stand by it. I think it's the quintessential Bond film. I think every element of a Bond film is on full display and lovingly introduced, uh, immortalized. Chef's kisses. And, yep. And you and you feel that, and I feel also that, and that I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I, I for that very reason, <laughs> opinions change Margaret, over time. Margaret and Margaret and David one and five. It's a Margaret and David one and five. But I think something we can agree on though. <laughs> that we definitely didn't discuss to as much benefit all time high by Rita Coolidge. Oh, honestly, it's yeah. That opening, the saxophone. What a, what a comforting, like what a comforting tone to be set by music. It's beautiful. I think it's my go-to, not that Bond songs get a very big run at karaoke. I feel like Rita Coolidge all time high is the go-to. Except when we go to karaoke, because oh, damn, yeah. if there's nothing, there will be nothing else sung. Exactly, nothing else. It'll be Ex- just like everyone. Will, everyone will fuck off. It's like these kinds. Yeah, fuck All I want to do is sing James oh, Bond. Fuck! Why this did we ridiculous. let them? Why did we let why them at the machine? Shit! No, every second song is a James Bond. Yeah. It's 25. <laughs> All right, everybody, get ready for Man with the Golden Gun by Lulu. Let's go. And the room clears. We're doing that like, we're like samba-ing almost. They're like doing a synchronized sway. It's it's definitely the widest thing that we've ever done. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Got colonialism all over it. <laughs> just, the the, the, the poor effects. It, we would it, it, with our hip movement, we would continue to um, 
uh, not literally to um, metaphorically continue to push tie boys into rivers. Ooh, but yeah, this not, is not the proudest moment. No, UNICEF, moment. Um, UNICEF ambassador Roger Moore denounces that he doesn't denounce Octopussy, an absolute classic film. Uh, two thumbs up. Um, however, we rate movies. My name is Roberts Morgan Roberts. My name is Fitzgerald Dominic Fitzgerald. Seeing a view to a kill, bitches.